The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Hi, I'm Marin Zamzet Webb. I am a senior columnist at Bloomberg and also the host of the Marin Talks Money podcast. Every week we have a conversation with somebody interesting and exciting in the investment markets. Now, this week, our guest was Jeremy Grantham, and we have talked to him at some length about what's going on in the equity markets, the bond markets, and pretty much all asset classes around the world. We've talked about how what we are seeing bursting at the moment is one of the greatest bubbles of all time. And crucially, we've talked about what you can do to protect yourself from the chaos you see around you today. You can listen to a bit of that conversation here, but to hear more of it or to hear the whole conversation, subscribe to Merrin Talks Money wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Now, last time we talked, which was uh, just over two years ago, it was the end of 2021, late middle of August 2021, I think, you and I had a conversation where we talked about how we were in one of the greatest bubbles in financial history, which seemed pretty obvious to you and actually pretty obvious to me at the time, not so obvious to everybody else uh, or some other people. And we talked about where investors could hide from the craziness of that bubble, although we couldn't find very many places. And the best advice you gave uh, my listeners at the time, which was purely absolutely brilliant, and I hope that they all took it, was to rush out and get the longest fixed rate mortgage on their house that they possibly could. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fingers crossed, lots of them did that and are uh, sitting there with a, a 10-year mortgage of 1% to 1.5% instead of 6 to 6.5%. Yeah, well, if a handful of people did it, we could feel justified. I think so, if we saved anybody. So let's talk about that great bubble. It was excellent timing, and hopefully the listeners also rushed out and sold their overpriced equities because 2022 saw the beginning of the popping of that bubble. And I'm saying the beginning because I'm guessing that what you're going to tell me is that we are only part way through uh, that bubble collapsing. So where, where are we with the whole thing now? Well, everything was proceeding perfectly well, and, and the great bubbles take their time. Quite a few years going up, quite a few years coming down. And and the market suffers from attention deficit disorder. So it, it, it always thinks every rally, the beginning of the next great bull market and so on. But there were some definitely original interferences with this deflating period. The first of them was what I call the presidential cycle, which I wrote about, suggesting we would have a time out because uh, there's never been a serious market decline between um, October the 1st of the second presidential year and uh, the end of April in the third year, because the administration would like to have a strong labor market running up to the election. And they realize, of course, that economics moves rather slowly, a lot of inertia. And so they have to stimulate it a year and a quarter before. And so that's the period of stimulus. And since FDR, there has never been a big decline. And the average gain in that uh, seven-month window equals the remaining 41 months, it's amazing, of the four-year presidential cycle. It seems impossible, but it's true. Check it. And the average gain is about 15% in that window. And this time we had 13 or 14. It was right on the nose. 
So we had a typical presidential cycle rally, and we had a strong January bounce. If you've wiped out the growth stocks, the following January, you always have a great bounce, even if the bear market is not over. The perfect example would be 2001. The tech bubble was huge. It got The growth stocks got hammered in 2000. They were down 50% and then rallied a bit at the end of the year. And then in January, they had a huge rally, eight or nine percent. And uh, so we should have expected the same. And, and basically, we got it a little bit less, but a, a strong um, January rally. Why not? Because there were lots of tax losses that had been taken and people replacing their position, investing their Christmas bonuses and so on. So that was fairly normal. And, and so was the presidential cycle effect. What was abnormal is that they occurred in, in the middle of a great uh, bubble that was uh, on the way down. This had not happened in 1929, 72, or uh, 2000, or 2007. All of them had neatly sidestepped that seven-month window. But this one, it fell right in the middle of the deflating phase. So we got a bit of a reprieve as a result of that. Yeah, we got a bit of a temporary reprieve. And then I, I argued uh, back to the meat grinder, but for the meat grinder had time to really get going, we, we ran into the uh, artificial intelligence uh, mini rally. And uh, yes, it was only a dozen or two stocks, but it included some very big ones and they had huge rallies. And uh, even though the average stock didn't move, it sent the S&P up, oh, I don't know, 15, 16, 17% this year, year to date. And uh, on the backs of these uh, handful of, of huge names. Okay, so another little reprieve for the index. It, yeah, is artificial intelligence for real? And my answer is yes, absolutely, it's for real. It will have huge effect. Is, is it big enough, soon enough to stop the deflating? No, I don't think it is. New episodes drop every Friday. They're really interesting. Do listen. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com.